0: Jolly good day, and welcome to Chattin' It Up, the only radio show that may or may not be completely comprised of malware. I'm Greg Burns, and joining me today, we have Abby Fowler, who's a wilderness survival merit badge counselor, correct?
1: I mean, pretty much, Yeah. That's a
0: Boy Scout (laughs) reference for all you non-scatters out there.
1: Yes, I totally got that reference. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, wildlife conservation, which is, yeah, in the same genre, I would say, (laughs) pretty much.
0: So wildlife conservation, what do you want to do with that?
1: Well, right now I'm kind of aiming for being a, a park ranger, or at least somewhere in the national parks, because um, I just really love national parks and I really do believe in like uh, protecting nature and wilderness and all the animals that live in it. So, yeah, we're just aiming to work somewhere in that field. I'm not sure which one I'm, I really am like hoping for, but I do like the Smoky Mountains. So we'll, we'll go for that one.
0: That's really cool. And like, I'm sure like myself, there's many other people out there who've like thought of doing that as a kid. What made you actually decide to take that step into it?
1: Well, um, for the longest time, I was really passionate about literature. Um, So for the longest time, I was so certain that I would be an English major. And then one day in the middle of an English class, I was like, I don't care about (laughs) this right now. So I got home and I was like, I want to do something that like I get my hands dirty and I'm actively helping out with stuff, which is very cliche. Like anytime anyone says anything about STEM, they're like, I want to help people. But I was like, I don't care about people. I was like, but you know what I do like? Animals. So I just sat down and I was looking through the majors and I was like, what can I do to help with animals? And I saw wildlife conservation and I was like, there she is. And so I just switched my major and I was like, wildlife conservation. I want to help animals, help the planet as best I can. And I like science sometimes. (laughs) I think I'm good at it occasionally. (laughs) So yeah, it was very much just very much like a 180 turn from what I was doing originally.
0: That is a pretty big turn going from (laughs) the world of I'm going to sit in my apartment writing a book to the world of I'm going to leave my apartment, which is actually a shack in the middle of the woods, <laughs> yes. and go and high-five my neighbor who's a bear.
1: Yeah, I was like, it's, it's it, it was a very drastic turn, because every day I would go to classes like creative writing, and I would sit at my laptop and like write a one-page long poem and be like, and that's it, and then going to like a three-hour long dissection class and being like, it is a big turn, but I really just, I like... Doing science. I like hands on stuff like that.
0: And what sort of stuff goes into uh, that sort of animal conservation or wildlife conservation? My bad.
1: Well, (laughs) sorry. All all Uh, you
0: nitpickers of those majors out there.
1: (laughs) Don't worry. I'm like the least nitpicky person out there, honestly. Well, uh, right now I am a junior, so I'm focusing a lot on um, more of the broader things like the principles of biology itself. Like constructing experiments and how to do lab reports. I'm in animal biology and lecture, uh, lab and lecture, so a double class, so I can, you know, learn about phylums and orders and all the specific nuances of certain animals like that, animal groups, and then in lab we actually learn about structures and uh, dissections and stuff like that, so like the nitty gritty, like, science of how these animals actually work in their environment internally and externally. Um, It's a lot of just, if I'm being honest, it's a lot of words. You, there's so much just nitty gritty words you have to learn, like (laughs) orders and the phylums and what their certain legs do, what the things on their head are called. (laughs) Like, you wouldn't think you'd need to know what like the little things sticking out of Crawdads head are, but you do. The
0: antennas? (laughs) <laughs> yeah i got it i'm, I'm smart are,
1: they have like little crawling legs they have like certain different pairs of appendages and
0: they also have uh swimmerettes right yes yep. they
1: do have swimmerettes they're like little no one's <laughs> doing the motion with my hands, <laughs> no one's gonna see it don't <laughs> worry little, like...
0: i see it and it's great uh, here do a motion and i'll describe it for the audience Abby here is now assuming the position <laughs> of a crab.
1: Yes, the, I, the
0: hands are in the downward position. Yes. And.
1: Picture this. I am a crawdad.
0: <laughs> and we're picturing a crawdad now. Yes.
1: The only thing I'm good for is coming in and completely doing the opposite of what I'm told to do. Someone's like, Abby, you're going to talk. And I'm like, all right, let me assume a crab position. So everyone knows what a crab looks like on this audio show. Of course. And I'm like, yeah, I am great at this. (laughs) And I'm sure we're
0: going to be getting pages of fan art coming in about how crabby you just looked, and it's going to be great.
1: (laughs) People are going to be like, wow, I really, really understand how a crawdad swimmerettes act. And they're going to be like, I'm so grateful I listened to this show, and I know things now that other people do not.
0: You know what's really cool about crawdads, though? What is So I found out they make these little burrows, like kind of like anthills out of like little mud balls.
1: Yeah.
0: That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, that is. It's so interesting because like it's crazy how animals just can like be put in dirt and find a way to live. You know, like it's so weird because when you look at humans, almost everywhere on the planet wants us dead. Like we can't just be in like the desert and be okay with it. You know, like, we'd instantly die. Same with, like, a forest or an ocean. But then other animals are like, ah, water. (laughs) You can't drink. Or, like, in the pressure, it'll kill you. It literally crushes you. This is the perfect place for me to live. And I'm like, all right. Go off, (laughs) you funky little fish. (laughs) I see you doing it, and I'm proud of you. I just think that's so interesting. Like, the entire Earth is, like, no humans allowed in this area but yeah so that's always just so interesting to learn about how animals are like this can find the most inhabitable places on earth and then adapt to survive there like it's no big thing they're like and now I live here where it will kill anything else and I'm like nice job guys you are good
0: what is because you know as a wildlife enthusiast major that you are, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I just realized I just keep forgetting what it's called and saying <laughs> random things. <laughs> it's okay. But <laughs> with, with with your major, you obviously know about a lot of different types of animals. Mm-hmm. What animals, like top five, are your favorite?
1: Oh goodness, I will say I really love animals that just actually look ridiculous for no reason because I just think it's so funny how animals will just develop the most random body parts so as to survive so one of my all-time favorite animals is the maned wolf which is like just picture like a dog a hyena looking dog but its legs are like two times longer than you would expect and that's a maned wolf and they evolved that because they are in um, grassy plains with super huge, long grass. So they just have to be like, whoop!
0: So they evolved to just be taller.
1: <laughs> yeah, like giraffes. They were like, this is so, so what you're is saying is
0: that tall people are superior because we evolved to be taller.
1: I mean, I would say that if we were in grassy plains, people with longer legs would probably fare better. <laughs> yeah. I don't
0: know. Can you reach the top shelf?
1: Um... I feel a little called out right now. (laughs) I am five foot nothing, and everything is hard. (laughs) I am short, and I know it. (laughs) But you know what I have evolved to do? Be able to climb up onto the counter so I can reach the high up (laughs) bowls, And that is my evolution. I'm so good at it. (laughs) But I do love when animals are just like, let me just change my entire physiological makeup so I can see over the tall grass. And I'm like, all right. (laughs) If that's what you want to do, I guess you can do that. I just think it's so funny. Our, like, spiders are who do this thing where with their webs, you always picture, like, with the silk webs, they just build webs out of it. But with the silk that comes out of their butts, some make actual, like, parachutes and then just stand on a ledge and wait till the wind to just... (laughs) fly them away and I'm just like I love that who would have thought of that what spider was like you know what I'm gonna do (laughs) parasail and then did it and the evolution was like that's a good idea he he went to his parents
0: and was like mom dad I know what I want to do when I grow up and they're like you're gonna become a hunter like your your family they're like no a paraglider (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be fun and rad (laughs) get
1: this I will now be a parasailer and they're like I mean, okay. <laughs> I do love that. He's like, I gotta start a GoFundMe. <laughs> I have a plan, guys. It's gonna be great.
0: Speaking of spiders with yes. huge dreams, there's another really cool one that it's like it's like a scuba diving spider because yes. it can like it can take air bubbles and put it on its oh. head <laughs> and just swim around underwater. <laughs>
1: Octonaut.
0: (laughs) Like I know that's the most pseudoscience I could ever say. Like that's that's like nowhere near any correct scientific (laughs) term. But on the most basic level, it's pretty much he takes a bubble of air (laughs) and plops it on his head and swims.
1: I do love that. I haven't (laughs) learned about that spider yet, but speaking of sea spiders, um, there are huge sea spiders at like the ocean floor. Oh, you
0: mean like those huge crabs?
1: Uh They are not crabs actually. They're actually arthropods. Oh. And they have But isn't a crab an arthropod? It is. No, it's
0: a crustacean. No, it is an arthropod. Arthropod. I I know stuff.
1: Crustacea is a division of arthropods. Arthropods are like the biggest group of animals out there. It's I think the largest phylum. So if it's
0: an arthropod, what's stopping it from being a (laughs) crabopod?
1: Nothing. It is a crabopod, essentially. Ah, it is a crab, I wouldn't. (laughs) Well, it's not a crab. <laughs> Crabs are arthropods, <laughs> but the sea spiders are part of arachnia. Ah, darn. Division. They won. Um, but they are, I think it is, gosh, it would be embarrassing if I was wrong. <laughs> 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 but it's, they're so freaky because they're super skinny and their legs are super long. I love long-legged animals. I think they're hilarious. And what they do is they take their little stupid long legs and they stab niderians, which are like sea anemones and stuff, and just... <laughs> Suck out all the juices.
0: <laughs> From the leg? Like, w- w- with their leg, do that? Yeah, they, they that?
1: go, and that's hollow. It just no. <laughs> slurps like it up. Like those straws. Yeah, and it's horrifying. <laughs> but they're cool. And, you like, if you watch a video of them, when you watch them on the ocean floor, they're so slow-moving and weird that you're like, that's not a real animal. This is fake. <laughs> but then you're like, nope, oh, that's real.
0: Uh, have you ever heard about the goblin shark?
1: I have. His little mouth goes out.
0: Yeah, you can dislocate his jaw and extend it forward to catch and trap prey.
1: Yeah, that's a thing. Is ocean creatures with double mouths, which is upsetting. Like, weird mouths on ocean creatures is, like, a running trend. Because there's the goblin shark who's like, my mouth needs to be an extendo machine. But there's also the amore eel who has, like the alien jaw, where it has a mouth and then a mouth inside of its mouth, so it can bite down on prey, and I'm like, all right, who's who's favorite? Mom's that you have two jaws, (laughs) and so I'm always like, that's so weird, though. Or, like, sea turtles have these really creepy, like, tunnel mouths with little flappy things all around it, which I'm like, that's upsetting. I don't like that. Stop that.
0: (laughs) There's another shark I... I think it might be the Greenland shark, but I might be wrong. It's the one that has, like, the big open oh, mouth yeah. all the time.
1: Greenland shark. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. He looks like a little vacuum, <laughs> a little hoover. Yeah. yeah. Ocean is a weird area of the world. There's, and, like, the giant like squids. It. It, it's, I probably could never be, like, a diver or anything like that. That would be hard. It would be hard to convince me to do. Especially... closest
0: thing I ever did to any of this was be lakefront director for like mm-hmm. two months at summer camp <laughs> and I regretted most of the time I was in the, if I was in a boat I was perfectly fine but if I had to get out of my boat for like oh hey today's the day we get to practice capsizing <laughs> kayaks so we can learn how to uncapsize them <laughs> as your instructor I have to spend most of today in the water
1: yeah. <laughs> as your instructor you're on your own Y'all can swim.
0: I, I told my boss about that, too. I was like, man, I'm doing really bad lately. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I have a fear of the water, don't you know? He's like, why the heck are you on aquatic staff?
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I have a fear of water. The perfect place for me, the water. <laughs> Big brain. Well, it's
0: because I like boats, <laughs> and I thought that's boats, all I had to though. do was just boats. We're going to go to a quick commercial break here. When we get back, we'll be hearing more from Abby about...
1: Boats. Yeah.
0: back to chatting it up on ucm radio the beat
1: i the only boating i've ever done like confidently was i was a pretty good kayaker i could kayak for hours and i did one time that
0: was one of my favorite mer badges to teach i
1: loved kayaking and i, I did it because i went to a camp one uh, one summer wasn't a very long camp because it was uh, just for people with shoulder injuries, which I had. And one of the things you could do was kind of... Very
0: very niche.
1: Yeah, very specific. (laughs) Like, hey, do you have a messed up shoulder? Would you like to come hang out with people like you? And I was like, yes, I would. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And so I went, and it was a lot of, like, just uh, arm activities to, like work out our yeah. shoulders no, and
0: kayaking is just yeah full of that. and that's
1: only arms pretty much so but they were like here's a kayak here's a life jacket go <laughs> and I was like yes oh they didn't even
0: like teach you like how to paddle no, or anything?
1: they were they put me on it and they were like all right so it's kind of obvious <laughs> and I was like okay <laughs> and then I was just kayaking for hours uh straight just paddling around having a great time it was fun It was fun. And then I was, but I remember my one big hiccup was I was too scared to get out of it because I had no idea how to get out without like tipping over. So I did like just uselessly flop over the side of the kayak into the water and wait for my dad to like pick me up by the life jacket and put me back in like the main boat. But yeah, that was my one, my one time I was like, I kind of know how to operate a boat. And that boat is a kayak. (laughs) I am a sailor, as
0: you can see. Funny story about kayaking. <laughs> Just, uh, this also goes back to when I was teaching it as a merit badge in scouting. Yeah. Uh, but there, there was one day, because like, w- we always have to do capsizing day for almost every merit badge at yeah. lakefront, except for motorboating. <laughs> motorboating is the only one that doesn't have to capsize because, well, if you capsize a motorboat, there's a lot of problems that now need yeah. to be fixed, <laughs> and we don't want to do that every week. Yes. <laughs> uh, but, but so every other merit badge would have to capsize. And there's like one specific day per merit badge for capsizing. Mm-hmm. And so on one of the capsizing days for kayaking, we, we all go like about like, you know, like 15 or so feet from shore. And we do like a quick capsize, drag our kayaks back to shore and just drain them from there. But then we have to do, and this one's always the one that takes a lot longer, is we have to go out into the middle of the lake where it's about like 30 or so feet deep. And then we have to do capsizes in the middle of the lake. And now you have to find a buddy and use their kayak to uncapsize your kayak. It's It can be pretty difficult, especially for these little little tights that, you know, have these little, you know, noodle boy arms (laughs) trying to lift up these, you know, kayaks are full of water. So (laughs) there was a lot of problems on the first day of capsizing. And so I had to, you know, like... Like, you know, I was like, okay, this is how we do it. And they were all doing it. And then I hear one kid go like, oh, Greg, there's a problem. And I look over and his cat, his, you know, his kayak is like submerging into the lake. And I'm like, let me go help you. So I jump out of my kayak, swim over, help him out. And while I'm doing that, there's another kid who's having a problem. And so I finish helping the first one and I swim over to the second one. And then literally like... Like, not even a minute later, another kid is having the same problem. <laughs> and so my assistant jumped out of his kayak to help that kid. And then while we're helping those two kids, there's now another kid who's oh like, Greg, there's a problem. <laughs> and and I'm, I'm just yelling at him now, like, just, like, you know, c- keep it calm. Like, you know, it's okay. He's like, no, Greg, this one's, like, very big problem. And so I look over, and here's his kayak vertical, <laughs> in the water, oh no. halfway submerged, and I just look at him and point at the boat, because he's like he's like five or so feet away from it, and I'm like, you better grab that kayak and wait for me. <laughs> yeah, like don't <laughs> let it like sink. <laughs> so, so I finish helping the kid I'm on, and then I just full-on book it, because I'm <laughs> like maybe like 35 feet or so away, and I get to him, and by the time I get to him, there's only about a foot of this kayak remaining oh, no. over the water. Oh, no. So, so that, that, was, that was fun. But the best part was is everything was good. None of the kayaks sunk. And we went ahead and we finished the lesson and sent them all on their way. And then I look back at my assistant because I thought he might have grabbed the kayaks. And he looks at me. We both don't have the kayaks. <laughs> oh, we look out. And on the other side of the lake, which the lake is about like a mile long, there are two kayaks sitting <laughs> at the, uh, on the other bank. Oh, no. And I sigh and go, well, just go ahead and start the next class. I'll be back soon. <laughs> and I swam a mile oh, to no. go and grab those kayaks in a life jacket. Oh, gosh. Uh, that, that, that was
1: fun. Oh, yeah. Sounds like a real series of unfortunate events. <laughs> just everything is going wrong. I just love that, like, wait, if you don't have the kayaks and I don't have the kayaks...
0: Then who has the Something cow? is wrong here. <laughs> What's also fun is whitewater rafting.
1: Oh, I've never been, but I want to go so bad. I want to do a lot of those, like, uh, I don't want to call it, like, adrenaline things, but, you know, like the really epic adventures, like uh, cliff jumping. Mm. I've always wanted to go. Like, uh, not a huge cliff, obviously, but my friend uh, Grace went cliff jumping once, and she was like, it was so much fun. I did punch myself in the face, and I'm like, great. I can't wait to experience it myself. But, like, because you're supposed to hold on to your life jacket when you jump, and she did, but she didn't let go, even when she hit the water, so she, like, rammed her fist into her face i was like yeah (laughs) makes sense i could see how that would you know cause one's nose to bleed (laughs) and she was like yeah it was fun though oh i think that's such a funny story because you know it's not a serious injury but injuries are usually pretty funny (laughs) but i remember i mean that
0: is why you know like uh (laughs) the like the most common of the videos that you find, like America's Funniest Home Videos yeah, are always the ones.
1: People wrecking themselves.
0: Especially when they wreck themselves in the groin.
1: Oh, yeah. Especially also, it's either when they get hit in the groin or when it's kids who wreck themselves. Because kids falling or over. Or kids
0: hitting so, them in the groin. <laughs> yes.
1: We combine our two powers and we get, <laughs> we got it. America's Funniest Home Video. We got there.
0: It's uh, so funny. No, no one will steal our idea. It's ours.
1: <laughs> yeah, pat, patent pending, patent pending. <laughs> but, I, uh, but when I, okay, so me and my roommate went to Branson. <laughs> uh, we went to Branson one time, and there was a slingshot. You know, the slingshot rides that are still making fun of my gesticulation. <laughs> I can see you doing it.
0: <laughs> but they can't, so they don't believe you.
1: <laughs> Dre is making fun of me on his own show. But I was like, because you, you've always seen those videos of people in the slingshot ride who, like, pass out in the middle of it. So when I was at Branson, I saw there's this, it was kind of sketch because it was just in the middle of a parking lot. And we were like, I was like, Sasha, Sasha's my roommate. I was like, Sasha, we got to go on that. And oh, they were uh, sitting there. Oh, a real quick
0: interception. Yes. Uh, for those of you who have watched uh, some previous episodes, you might know Sasha Fuller from our first D&D episode. Yeah.
1: What is this, a crossover episode? <laughs>
0: I don't know. Come on down, <laughs> Sasha Fuller. And
1: introducing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we... we but we, were, we had went to a thrift store just to hang out because we were going to the Halloween thing at Silver Dollar City and we were killing time until then. So we went to a thrift store. And as we were driving to a cat cafe after the thrift wow. store, I, like, turned my head. And I was like, there is a slingshot. Sasha, we have to go on the slingshot. And they were like, okay, let's wait until after the cat cafe. <laughs> I was like... Okay, and so we went to the cat cafe. We got out, and I was like, and we were just standing in the parking lot. We were looking at this looming shadow of a slingshot, and uh, I was like, we don't have to go on the slingshot. And Joshua was like, I don't want to go on the slingshot. And I was like, we don't have to. So we ended up not going. But I thought you were about
0: to say, and then we were (laughs) on.
1: Yeah, and then I forced it no I, I would never
0: i mean that that'd be just like the time when we went to uh what was it oh what fright fest at worlds of fun oh, gosh. and and like our friends were like oh you guys don't have to go on on the roller coaster and i was oh, like oh Manda? i'm not gonna go on the roller coaster and you were like i'm not gonna go on the roller coaster <laughs> and then I, and, I went and and then we both went and and i didn't enjoy myself
1: I had a good time, but I well, remember... Well, that, that's nice. <laughs> that's like you. Yeah, Dude. unlike some people, I enjoyed <laughs> myself on the Mamba. Uh, but, I mean, I enjoyed the haunted houses. We went, me and Sasha went to the haunted houses again this year. But it was kind of a last-minute thing because both me and Sasha had had, like, a pretty rough week. We were both like, let's go to World of One. Which is exactly
0: how it was when
1: we went. Wasn't it at like 7 o'clock after like... I thought it was at
0: 8 o'clock. We
1: were doing like the ghost tour thing. And (laughs) Rihanna just goes, I want to go to Worlds of Fun. And we were like, okay. But um, me and Sasha were like, we left at midnight because I had really wanted to ride the Mamba at midnight just because it's fun to ride it at night. You didn't leave at
0: 2 a.m. like every good person does? (laughs) Yeah,
1: we essentially did. We left at like 2 a.m. and we hadn't eaten all day because we didn't want to pay for the the amusement park food, which is like 50 bucks for like one chicken nugget. So we were like, you know what we'll do? We'll get dinner at Quick Trip. We like fast uh, gas station food. It's fine. We got there and it was almost all sold out. It was such a sad meal. I ate a naked hot dog. with no bun, no ketchup, Why no mustard. Why was there no bun? All the buns were sold out. Oh. I was like, this is so sad. So just picture me and Sasha. We're both exhausted. There's like glass animals playing on the radio. And I'm eating a naked hot dog. And Sasha's eating an egg roll. We're both so quiet. Just like it was such a sad sight, but it was a good time. I liked it. We did. We went for the haunted houses, not the rides, though. Of course. The haunted houses were pretty fun, too. The haunted houses are a lot of fun. I do love haunted houses. We went <laughs> to the haunted house. <laughs> I was behind you the entire time. It's like, gotcha. That was fun.
0: I mean... I still remember, you, you did save my life that day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Truly.
0: Because, you, and it's so funny, because, like, when we left, you apologized. You're like, I'm so sorry I was holding on to you the whole time. <laughs> like, there's probably, like, indents yeah. where my fingers were kind of thing. <laughs> and I was like, no, you don't realize you saved me. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> because the one thing they warned me about don't was don't punch, don't don't touch the actors. And I knew that I have a fight reflex when I don't expect something. And I expected most of the things that happen. Like, it was so scary. Like, ah, you know. Mm-hmm. But there was one thing that just came out of nowhere. And there's I didn't even know it was, like, a door. It was just a random part of the wall that opens up, and the guy instantly just comes through it. Oh, yeah. Wasn't expecting it at all. Just, you know, like, gut reaction, my arm goes up <laughs> the swing. <laughs> but it doesn't make it past, like, three inches, because <laughs> there you are holding me down yes. in fear. And I'm like, thank you, Abby. <laughs>
1: Yes, you. <laughs> that was intentional. I knew I was holding on to you so tight you couldn't move your arms. But legit, I always think it would be fun to work in a haunted house. But I do know that you'd probably get punched at least once, like full force in the face.
0: I still think it's hilarious that both Daniel and Brianna thought we were dead or something. Because
1: we got separated because by the giant separated. alligator. So in one of, like, uh That was so funny because they were like, they got out. That would be kind of scary, though, getting out of a haunted house and turning around and seeing half your group just didn't follow you out.
0: Well, it's like they they... they turn around at first, like, oh, there they are. They're they're right with us. They're they're like, what, maybe like 10 feet behind us. We're good. And then they go through two rooms, turn around. No one. And
1: we have been murdered. There's
0: no one to be seen. They're like, oh, crap. Greg and Abby are dead.
1: Greg and Abby is, have unfortunately This is been our killed. first
0: time taking them to a haunted house <laughs> at Fright Fest. And we killed
1: them. We <laughs> killed our friends. Abby and Greg's first time in a haunted house. And they immediately were killed two <laughs> feet from the exit. That would be how I die in a horror movie. Like two inches from the exit and then whomp. She's off.
0: Guess who got got.
1: <laughs> Guess who just got murdered. I
0: don't know. The entire time we were going through the uh, the Ripper Street one, oh, yeah. I was like, there's a very high chance that this is going to be the one that actually kills me. And there's a very high chance that most of these dismembered bodies are actually dismembered yeah. bodies.
1: Yeah. And there's a good chance at least 50% of the people here are really British. Which <laughs> is the scariest part. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No offense to British people, but I do love making fun of you. <laughs> So that's like, yeah, I always like, that was fun. I love Ripper Alley.
0: Sadly, that's going to be all the time we have for oh, today.
1: No. We're leaving it off on a good part.
0: Yeah. And I would just like to say uh, thank you, Abby, for coming on this show and chatting it up, as the kids might say.
1: Yeah, I had a great time.
0: Well, thank you for coming on. And for those of you who might have forgotten, I'm Greg Burns, and you've been listening to Chatting It Up on UCM Radio the beat.
1: Patent pending. Now let's
0: go ahead and ship this episode to the Pentagon so they can get my malware.
1: Woo! Yay! <laughs>